Hi everyone, what's up and welcome to In Bloom Podcast. My name is Abby Aslan and I'm the host of this podcast and I'm so excited to have you listening this week. I am super excited for this week's episode. I actually had someone reach out and kind of mention this is a podcast episode possibility to me and I don't remember if it was on my podcast Instagram um like or my Instagram's wait I just said that backwards my podcast Instagram's page where I got the DM or if it was on my personal Instagram page and there's apps I like tried to find the DM and I just there's literally no way for me to find it I just can't um so if you are the person that sort of mentioned this being a podcast possibility shout out to you um and I knew I wanted to do something along the lines of this but I just didn't really know how to like get the content for it um like actually plan for it and everything but I knew that it once I did it would be a good episode so basically this week we're going to be talking about what to do when you hate your job or how to make the most of working a job you hate and how to just kind of like push through it because I know a lot of us probably are not happy with where we're at And I think that we need some perspective shifts and we need some tips to help us get through it because it's not like we can all just say, I hate this, I quit, I'm pulling out of this and jump to something else because it's just not that easy. I know we all know that. We don't all have something else to fall back on. It's not that easy to switch jobs. There's a lot of things that are kind of encompassed within doing that that are a lot of variables that are unpredictable or things that you know may just make things more difficult so I get it but I wanted to talk about that this week um and maybe you don't hate your job as a whole maybe you only hate parts of it or maybe you just hate the entire industry you're in and just need something completely different or maybe you just hate working whatever it is out of those things or whatever else I'm hoping that today's episode can help you embrace it and get through it and really just help yourself to make the most of the season of life that you're in and um, hopefully just really help you to acknowledge and recognize the feelings you're feeling and validate those feelings but help you to not let those feelings control your reality and help you to you know define a different reality that doesn't really reflect how you feel about the work because I know it's really hard to feel one way and live as if that's not how you feel trust me I get it but sometimes you just have to do that to for a season of life to get through what you're going through um and just a disclaimer that I'm not nothing I'm saying is like reflective of like the company I work at or anything like that and I'm not sitting here saying I hate my job like it's the worst thing in the world I'm so grateful to have the job I have and I busted my butt to get here And don't get me wrong, there are things that absolutely make my skin crawl and make me like nauseous to think about about my job. But there are also things that I don't hate that much and that I think are a good thing for me in my job. So, and that's okay. It's just how I feel. I can voice those opinions without about my own job without it being, you know, something that. It, it doesn't mean that I'm like, I'm quitting my job today or I'm quitting my job tomorrow. That's not what it means. I'm just literally expressing my experience because I know I'm not the only person in this position. Like my, one of my closest friends and I, we literally every few weeks, we're both like in the dumps about our jobs and we're just like really commiserating together about it. And 
I hate that that's how it is, but at the same time, it's good to know that you're not the only person that feels that way and that it's going through that. So that's kind of what this episode is meant to be. It's meant to sort of like help you validate those feelings and really give you that sense of, wow, I'm not in this alone and other people are going through this, but then also give you some hope and hopefully help you to look at the bright side of things and hopefully help you to change your perspective because I need this episode myself this week so badly. So I really wanted to do it this week because it's just, I really need these reminders for myself. And I think speaking them into a microphone and know that I'm delivering this content to people will help me to actually take my own advice and listen to what I'm saying in the episode. But before we get into it, let's get into the quote goal and gratitude for this week. I love the quote this week. It's from Pinterest and um, just been absolutely obsessed with Pinterest lately because I have, I created like a new board for my wedding and I created like a new board for being a homeowner because we actually are doing our final walkthrough like right after I record this episode today, which I'm so excited for. And we close on Monday. We were supposed to close yesterday, but it got pushed to Monday because of just some delays with paperwork and stuff. But I'm so excited to close and it be official. I mean, like I, we've like sent the money, so it feels official already because I'm like, the money's not in my account. So that better mean that it's mine (laughs) type of thing. Um, but I'm so excited for it to be like official and like actually have keys and like call it like our place. So I'm so excited for that. Um, but anyways, the quote this week I think is so good for this week's episode. And it says, until you get very clear on what you want, you will get something that sort of kind of almost, but not quite meets it. Keep refining with each experience. It is creating clarity. I love this because I think it is the one of the best quotes I can find that really helps apply to the mindset I'm really trying to get you guys to get yourself in and the perspective shift I'm trying to get you all to adopt when it comes to what we're talking about in this week's episode. And I think the hardest thing about being in your 20s is clarity. You know, like we do not have clarity because we do not know what we want most of the time. Like I'd say probably like 90% of people in their 20s just don't know what they want. And if they do know what they want, then great. But I think that most people just don't really know what they want. And I think that getting very clear on what you want is not a one and done process. It is a accumulation of so many things. It's accumulation of finding out the things that you don't like and don't want. And it's accumulation of finding the things that you do like and that you do care about. And then also the things that you're just indifferent about each little thing we experience. And I'm not even like saying each job we experience. I'm all the way down to the details of our jobs. Each little thing we do in our job is an experience that shapes how we can refine and define like what we want. Because each little thing you do at your job, you know, you you can feel a way about it. You can be like, this is something that I like doing or I don't like doing. And each little thing that you get under your belt is a way for you to refine and really create clarity with what you do want. And I think that having this perspective is so, so important, especially when you're in a place where you're not very happy about your job or your career or your industry or whatever it is, because it gives you that perspective of, I may not like this right now, but each thing that I am doing in my current position is shaping the path for me to get what I do want, because it is, I'm like chipping away at uncertainty each with each experience I get, because the longer, the more experience I get and the longer I do things and the more 
experience I get under my belt, I am just chipping away at uncertainty because I'm able to cross things off that I don't like and I'm able to add things that I do like. And with each experience, you are really getting more and more specific and really getting that fine-tuned idea of this is what I want. And I think that having that outlook is so much more healthy for your mindset. And I think it's so much more beneficial because instead of just sulking and thinking of everything that you don't like and how miserable you are, which don't get me wrong, you need to validate those feelings. Like I'm not sitting here saying to suppress them and to like, oh, you need to just only think of the positives. That's literally not what I'm saying at all. And we'll get into that. But I'm just saying that, you know, validate your feelings, but also like make the conscious effort to have that perspective shift of, okay, I may not like this, but me not liking this is me chipping away at uncertainty and it's me creating clarity for what I do want. And that in and of itself should give you hope and it should ignite a little bit of just passion and not passion, but it should ignite a little bit of excitement because you are literally getting closer and closer to creating and cultivating that experience that you do know you want and that you can identify. Because I think so many of us just can't identify it, but each little experience we have within our current roles and with each job we do and each thing we do, we are getting closer and closer to defining what it is that we want and obtaining that clarity. So love, love, love that quote for a good like foundation for this episode for a baseline with the perspective shift. Um, so that's the quote. And my goal this week is to really just find more mental peace. I have just been so I don't even know the word to describe it, but I don't know. The last like two weeks, and I think part of it is just like after I got engaged, it's just like this whole, there's just a lot going on right now in my life, just like with work and with moving. And I just am like feeling this pressure. Like I'm like, I really want to get started on certain parts of wedding planning, which I know I don't need to right now, but I at least want to like start looking at venues and stuff. But I, I can just feel like time slipping out of my hands. Like I literally feel like I'm, it's like quicksand in my hands. And I think that that's really disturbing my inner peace because this is like my thought thoughts right now and how they have been. I'm like, okay, it's the end of September. I'm moving the first two weeks of October. I'm trying out a new project at work the first two weeks of October. That is going to be rather demanding and taxing because I'm going to have to be going to the actual client site and I'm going to be going in office. So it's going to really exhaust me because I'm not used to like doing that day after day. And I am aware of that and I'm like freaking out over that internally and not freaking out. I'm just kind of like, I'm almost in a position of anticipating it. So it's just in the back of my mind, I guess. So I know that that's going to be going on the first two weeks of October. Our apartment right now looks like it's some, like a tornado went through it. Like literally it looks so bad and I am trying to just accept like this is how things are going to be because I'm in the process of moving. So that's going on. And then I know that in the rest of October, um, I'm going to want to be settling into my place. And then I'm like, oh my gosh, then the holidays are already here. And then I'm like, oh my gosh, right after the holidays, busy season's here again. And I'm just like freaking out because I'm like, when am I going to have time to do all of this like wedding planning stuff, like touring venues, seeing dresses, like all that kind of stuff. I'm like, I want to get started on those kinds of things because I am realizing how quickly time is just slipping out of my hands because I'm like, it's going to take so long for us to get settled into our new place. 
and we probably won't even be settled until like early november i'm guessing and then it's like we're gonna be traveling for the holidays and i'm just like oh my gosh i'm gonna have i'm, I'm freaking out because i just like don't have time and i'm like okay i need to get my ducks in a row and just not be so forward thinking and just take one day at a time and like literally just be like abby calm down like everything's gonna be fine you're gonna figure it out let's just take things one little day at a time and that's all you can do you know no amount of worrying about the future is going to make things happen a certain way or make time work in your favor so literally just take it a day at a time so that's my goal this week and my gratitude this week i am just so grateful that a season change is happening and is upon us i wish more than anything i lived somewhere where the season change was more apparent and prominent but i don't it's still like 95 degrees in houston right now and the first day of fall was a few days ago um and i'm hoping that it cools off here soon i think we're supposed to get a little bit of cooler weather this week and when i say cooler i mean like it's literally gonna be like 85 instead of 95 um but at least it'll feel good in the morning but i'm just thankful for a season change because i need something to shift and it's just funny because i feel like when you get so fed up with the way things are like you just rely on little like the tiniest things to just bring you happiness and bring you something to look forward to and for me that's the seasons changing knowing that the holiday season's coming up like this is like literally my favorite time of year i am really wanting to just like soak it all up and soak it in and i am just so grateful that a change in season is coming because i'm over the heat i'm over summer i the summer has been like great but it's also been just really i don't know mentally and emotionally like not emotionally as much just like mentally draining and it's 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 been a lot so i'm just like let's i'm ready to wipe the slate clean step into a new season but it's just been so hard because i've been like having to force myself into the new season since it doesn't like look like a new season or feel like a new season so i've been like listening to a lot of like taylor swift because i pretty much only listen to her this time of year um something about her just like embodies fall to me and i don't really listen to like all of taylor i don't know i i am very partial to the red album um i when that album came out like i it was just i don't know i loved it i was going through it at the time when it came out and it's such an emotional album for me and i love listening to the taylor's version in the fall and like for the longest time because it came out my freshman year of high school i think and i did not listen to it after like my freshman year of high school for years because it was just like painful for me to listen to it but since i suppressed all of that and like avoided it for so long now i can like revisit it the album and just like really i was talking to my friend about this the other day like it's just a way to like get in touch with the feelings you never allowed yourself to feel and it just feels very good because it's like allowing myself to feel things that i didn't allow myself to feel because i didn't want to listen to it for so long because it was just like so emotionally heavy for me at the time so it's just like oh i love it um but anyway so i've been listening to taylor swift and i've been like drinking all the pumpkin coffee and like um i haven't been able to like decorate or anything for fall since we're moving but I don't know i've just been really trying to um create the fall experience in my life and like just by little things like that like the music i'm listening to and i've been like going back and listening outside of taylor swift i tend to listen to a lot of other like i always listen to um the east atlanta love letter album this time of year like i don't know what it is about that album but it just like really this time of year i always just like crave listening to it all the time listening to a lot of don toliver because like his most recent album came out in october last year so it just makes me think of like fall last year because it's all i listened to for so long so i like listen to a lot of that 
Um, the Beauty Behind Madness album from The Weeknd reminds me of fall because I remember it coming out like around the time school started when I was a senior in high school. So I'm like listening to all the things that just like make me take me back to fall in past years of my life um, because of when they came out or when I was listening to them. So I've been like doing everything I possibly can to embody a season change um, since I just am clinging on to that for all of my hope right now. But let's go ahead and get into the episode. So the very first thing for how to make the most of working a job you hate or how to handle hating your job, um, the very first thing I want to say is to remember that this is not your entire career and it doesn't have to be. I think we get so caught up and there's so much pressure on working your dream job and having your dream life right out of college or in your 20s because we see that on social media there are literally people out there who are living their dream life at 20 years old at 18 years old at 25 years old and we see that and we're like I deserve that too which you're not wrong you do deserve that but their timeline is not your timeline and you have to like keep that straight in your head like what you see on social media just because someone else is living their best life and like living working their dream job and like really living in that right now doesn't mean that you're never going to have that opportunity and I think that's where we get it so wrong in our heads we think that we see someone else have it at our age or younger and we think that we've missed our window of opportunity we think we've missed our chance but we haven't it's just not our time yet like we haven't approached that we haven't received that opportunity yet we haven't gotten to that point they just happen to get it earlier which great for them but that doesn't mean that your chance is never going to come and I think that we tend to get in that type of thinking and because of social media I think if we didn't have social media we probably wouldn't struggle with this as much but there's so much pressure to feel like you need to be working your dream job and in your like dream career at such a young age but I know there's like this there was this post on Facebook like years ago that like went viral from someone and it's so funny because I happen to see it someone reposted it like this week on Facebook and I don't even get on Facebook often but I happen to see it and it just like made me chuckle because I was like wow I'm like literally kind of talking about this in my episode this week but it's this post um where someone was like going through and saying like what Oprah was doing at 20 years old and like what Ellen was doing at like 24 and like what you know Albert Einstein was doing at 25 like just where they were at in their lives and it puts into perspective like these people that have like created empires of with their identity and their brand and their career they weren't necessarily like they didn't just step into that at 25 years old you know like it took time and a culmination of opportunities and experiences for them to get there so it's just a good thing to put in perspective of like everyone's on a different timeline and what you're doing now is not your end-all be-all and I think it's a refreshing way to think like this isn't my forever and it doesn't have to be and I think it's a it's partially because of social media but it's also partially just because of the traditional way of working um we've seen like our parents and the generations before our parents they tend to have like one job and like stay in that job for their whole life they may not stay at the exact same company but like sometimes people do like they're literally at the same company from 24 until 75 or whatever like they're there the entire time and then sometimes they're just in the same type of job but at different places and that's what we're so used to seeing but I know that we've definitely kind of thankfully stepped away from that and it's more so of like you your career is looked at more so as a lot of different things and I think that that's such a refreshing 
perspective to remind yourself that like what you're doing now does not have to be your forever. It can be if you want it to be, but it like you have the freedom to create, you know, the experience you want by, you know, saying yes and no to things as they come up and really just trying out different things as much as you can if you want. And if that's not what you want, then not doing that. But it's not your end all be all. And I think just reminding yourself of that is so so important that what you're doing now is just a stepping stone to get you to where you want to be like and it's really hard but to think of things that way sometimes because it it can feel like it's your forever when you just feel stuck and I get that but feeling stuck doesn't mean that you're going to feel that way forever and that things are going to be that way forever that's just a feeling you're having and that doesn't mean that it's your reality and the next thing is to validate your own feelings and This is just so important because I think for so long, um, not for so long because I haven't even been in my job that long, but for a while I was just really invalidating my feelings about my job because I would kept telling myself, this is what I worked so hard for. I shouldn't feel like this level of discomfort or this level of anxiety about my job and telling myself, you know, at least you have a job, you you don't need to like let, you can't sit here and have all these negative feelings about a job because you should just be grateful you have one. Just like really invalidating all of my feelings towards it because one, I like know I worked so hard for it and it's what I wanted to do and at one point in my life and then also just knowing that, you know, I am so grateful to have a job. Um, But that doesn't mean you can't feel the way you feel about what you're doing. Like, your feelings need to be validated about what you're doing because the more you just, you know, push them down and invalidate them, you're just going to be confronted with a lot of like confusion and it's just not really staying true to yourself to not allow yourself to feel certain ways about your job. And trust me, things are only going to feel much worse in your position than they are if you spend a ton of time and energy trying to convince yourself that you don't feel the way you do. And it's so important to acknowledge that you feel the way you do, but don't let yourself marinate in it and just sit in that. I mean, like, yes, sit in it and acknowledge it, but don't like let it define your reality, I guess is what I'm trying to say. And I think that this is so hard because a lot of times it's like, I think for me, my issue is I spend a lot of time and energy trying to tell myself like, oh no, you don't feel this way or oh, you shouldn't feel this way. And in doing so I'm like not letting myself feel a certain way and then it just like creates this eternal like dread about just doing what you have to do at work because you're constantly like fighting with yourself about how you feel like you're trying to convince yourself of something that you know is not true and the more you do that you're just going to continuously struggle with like identifying how you actually feel and being honest with yourself about how you feel because you don't want to like create this reality where you feel a certain way but you are like telling yourself you can't feel that way and then fabricating your experience by telling yourself and trying to convince yourself that you feel a way that you don't actually feel I don't know if that makes any sense but it just isn't a healthy way to live because it creates this like very conflicting like mindset and this these conflicting feelings and that's kind of how I felt for a while because I was like I should like this like I this is what I'm supposed to be doing like this is just a lot of shoulds and supposed to be and those types so I was like saying all that to myself and I think doing that to yourself is so confusing for your 
like just mental health and for your emotions because you're telling yourself, no, I shouldn't feel this way. And you're telling, you're literally telling yourself what you are feeling is not okay. And you telling yourself that you're like, oh, like I can't feel this way. Like, so I need to feel this way instead. Um, and that's just not healthy because it just creates a really unhealthy, like mental environment surrounding what you're doing. And I just think that things feel so much worse when you try to convince yourself of something, anything other than the truth, you know, be honest with yourself, be truthful with yourself, validate your feelings, but don't let them define your reality. And I'll get into that later. But it is important to sit in those feelings, acknowledge they exist, but just don't let yourself like stay there, I guess, because it's going to feel so much worse um, the more you try to convince yourself of anything other than what you're experiencing. And if you validate your feelings, but then you don't do anything with the experience, with your reality to try and, you know, validate your feelings further and also just try and like continue living because like I said earlier you can you can't necessarily just change your circumstances right away and that's just the truth so you have to validate your feelings but you also have to create an experience for yourself that allows you to still be you know in somewhat of a good as as much of a good headspace and emotional health stance as you possibly can be in while still validating your feelings because it's really hard to do to like validate your feelings and then continue doing something that kind of contradicts how you feel you see what i'm saying so because we can't just necessarily snap our fingers and change our circumstances right away we have to learn how to shift our experience and shift our reality while still validating our feelings which i'll get into so the second thing or the third thing i wanted to say is to express gratitude for where you're at now and this is just important because i think that we just don't give ourselves enough credit And I think that so often we're so focused on the next promotion, the next step in our career, changing jobs or getting somewhere else that we forget to take a step back and really appreciate where we're at now. And I definitely have a hard time doing this because I constantly am telling myself I should be understanding things more or I should be, you know, more knowledgeable or I should be more comfortable by now. Just stop with the should talk because it's, not good because you're that's literally invalidating all of what you've learned all of your experience so far and not expressing any gratitude or recognition for it and if you never take the time to recognize the progress you've made recognize the achievements you've made and just even outside of that recognize the fact that you are just where you are today outside of all achievements progress blah 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 you could be still at the exact same space you were day one as you are at day 200 and it's still worth acknowledging that you have made it 200 days and like you don't have to be have achieved anything or progressed any from day one to day 200 like which that's probably very unlikely but I'm trying to emphasize that there doesn't need to be achievement tied to recognizing your like the fact that you're still there and the fact that you've made it this far, it doesn't have to be tied to an achievement. I don't want it to sound that way because that's kind of just like not the best way to think about it either. But it's so important to stop and recognize like and really be proud of yourself, even if, you know, you there has been no technical achievement or progression, which I'm sure there's been some, you're just not taking the time to acknowledge what you have learned. 
but really just taking a step back and being like, wow, like I didn't know how to do this my first day and now I do. It could be something as simple as changing your freaking password on your computer. Like literally <laughs> recognize any and all little things that you did not know day one that you now know. And it's so important because it helps you just achieve a more, I don't know, you you just really stop being so future focused and focus on the next big thing and attaining the next big thing when you really stop and like recognize where you're at now and what you've done up until now and just all the progress you've made in terms of what you've learned and things you've achieved and that kind of thing. And I just think that we're just so focused on the next big thing. And I think a lot of it is tied to just the overall structure of, you know, working a corporate job or working any type of job that has like a hierarchy structure to it. You just inevitably become focused on the next promotion and the next title, whatever, because with each passing day, you realize you're closer and closer to it. So you're always, you know, thinking of it because in your head, you think it's going to provide some sort of satisfaction and maybe it does but at the end of the day that satisfaction is always going to be fleeting if you do not sit and take the time to acknowledge where you're at now and express gratitude for it so that's that and the next thing is to remember that just because you hate things now doesn't mean that the season you're in doesn't serve a purpose and this is kind of tied to the first thing i talked to but um these are the more tangible tips for validating your feelings but creating an experience that allows you to validate your feelings while you know dealing with the circumstances because we can't change them right away and I know it's it's such a hard thing to grasp because it's like how can I validate my feelings but create a reality that still validates those feelings despite knowing how I feel um because validating your feelings when you aren't enjoying something is so hard because it's so easy to let your reality just be controlled by those feelings and then those thoughts. But in reality, there are ways for you to make the most of the situation you're in so that you can make your circumstances more tolerable until you can make a change. And things you can do to do that are remembering that, you know, this season you're in still serves a purpose, even if you don't see it right now. And even if it doesn't feel like it right now, and even if it's the worst thing that's ever happened to you, you know, you may be developing skills that you may need one day in the job that you currently have and hate. Like say you're in sales and you just really, really hate it, but you are learning so many like things and behaviors that are going to help you further down the road one day if maybe you want to have your own business like you're gonna need those skills and it may not even be sales it could be something so small like you may just have experience um you may be gaining experience working in a certain software and you never know when you may need to use that and maybe it's just literally being an employee like that in and of itself is a skill like learning how to work for people and be a good worker is something that will one, help you be a better leader, but also identify good workers in the future if you need them or whatever it may be. And learning what you don't like is just as important, if not more important than learning what you do like. And we're so focused on finding our passion and like, oh, like I I don't know what my passion is and just so fervently like pursuing our passions that we forget it's just as important to identify and reject our, the things that we don't like 
and accept that as it is for us to find our passion. And I think that our society focuses so much on, you know, your dream job and finding your passion, but we don't really emphasize the importance of identifying what you don't like. Because if you just don't like something and you never really have that like conversation with yourself of like, this isn't working for me, I don't like this, then you're going to keep finding yourself in that position. Does that make sense? And I think that's the thing. A lot of us tell ourselves we should like something, we should like something, and we keep telling ourselves that and we're invalidating our feelings in doing so. So as a result, we're constantly trying to run away from this feeling because we've invalidated it for so long. So then we're like, okay, I'm going to try to try this new job, but you're going to find yourself in the exact same position the more and more you invalidate your feelings. So when you validate your feelings by telling yourself, you know what, I don't like this and that's okay. It's going to help you get into something that you do like by acknowledging what you don't like. So if you don't like what you're in right now and you don't like what you're doing, be freaking real with yourself about it. Like literally get down a piece of, on a piece of paper and write down what you do not like about your job or what you do not like about your position. Don't dwell on it, but identify it exists so that you have like mental note of this sucks and I don't like it. So I know that what I do from here on out, like the next place I go, whenever that may be, it could be tomorrow, it could be five years from now, whatever. I am going to do everything in my power to make sure that this is not a part of that. And you can't necessarily guarantee that just because you've identified that you feel that way about it. You can't guarantee that you're never going to experience it again because that's just life. Like we don't have control over that. But you can at least be real with yourself about I don't like this and I'm going to do everything in my power to make sure where I'm going next and what I do next doesn't have the same thing packaged differently that I'm going to be experiencing, if that makes sense. And it's so, so important to do that because I think it's so easy to just tell yourself, oh, I shouldn't feel this way. And then you hop into the next job and then you find yourself saying, oh, I shouldn't feel this way again. And it's because you never took the time to validate your feelings and to have that conversation with yourself and be real about what you don't like. And the next thing is to embrace the suck. So what I mean by this is accept that there is no perfect job and stop looking for the perfect job. I'm sorry, guys. I know this might burst some bubbles, but it doesn't exist. And I find myself doing this all the time. Like I will literally be in the middle of working on a return and I'm like literally fantasizing about being a teacher. And I'm like, I know for a fact the second I'm in that teacher role, I am going to be like... I wish I was sitting at home on my computer right now working from home. You know what I mean? Like I think of things like that all the time and I have to be real with myself and I'm like, look, like there are pros and cons to every single flipping job and you are not going to find something that checks every single one of your boxes. And if you do, good for you, but just know that like there are trade-offs to literally everything. That's just life. And I think that we get so caught up in the grass is greener like mindset and we find ourselves constantly, you know, thinking like, oh, if only if if I was just doing this, I'd be so much happier. I'd have so much more free time or I'd just feel so much more fulfilled. But you never really know until you're in that position. So you can allow yourself to fantasize. I think that's healthy and everything because it kind of it, it's just healthy for you to do so. I don't know. I think it's just like a way of your mind, like really visualizing what you care about and what you're passionate about. So I think it's great and it's healthy. I'm not saying don't fantasize about things like that but just make sure that when you're having those thoughts of like this would be so much better just remind yourself okay but do I know that everything about that would be so much better because have I really been 
in that position before. If you haven't, then just know that it's not going to be the perfectly packaged job because there just isn't one. And it's just, there's no perfect job. And I think we get so caught up on like, we need to have this dream job and we need to get there. But sometimes at the end of the day, it's literally just your job is giving you a paycheck that allows you to live the life you want to live outside of your working hours. And that's totally fine. And I've said before on the podcast, I'm not that type of person that can live their career like that and just show up and do something just for the sake of a paycheck. I have to be more fulfilled than that. I can't let my paycheck fulfill me enough, even though, yeah, a nice paycheck could really help me live a nice life like outside of the paycheck. I just, if I'm going to be spending eight plus hours on something every day, I need to care about it. And that's okay. That's just me personally. However, I know people who are like, I can show up for eight hours and just like mentally check out, do this and get it done. And I don't need to care about it in the slightest. And everybody's different and that's okay. You just need to identify how you are and how you feel and how you think your job needs to fulfill you or if it doesn't need to fulfill you if you just want a paycheck at the end of the day. That will really help you figure out like, okay, what can I tolerate in a job and what can I not tolerate? And I think a good example of this is in between my um, junior and senior year of college, I didn't want to do another internship because I did one in between my sophomore and junior year, and I knew I'd be doing one during in between my senior year and my year of grad school. So I was like, I'm just going to take the summer off because I've been working since I was 15 every summer, and I just really think I need and deserve a break at this point. And I was fortunately at a point with YouTube where I could support myself um, and just go the summer without working an internship and just live off of like my YouTube money. And that was my first summer I was really able to do that. And... Um, I remember like just being so excited because I was like, I'm going to be able to be my own boss this summer, just like do my own thing. And I had always fantasized about just, you know, like doing social media full time. I'm like, it's going to be so great because I will literally get to create my schedule however I want, just create content and, you know, really just have the most flexible schedule ever. And it's so nice because I did love it, but at the same time in doing so that summer, like taking the time to do that I learned that it's not something I can do on its own and I thought the whole time my sophomore year and junior year that I had been doing social media um on the side like with college I thought that I would be able to do it full-time and I would just like love it and be thriving I got in such a bad which I think it was like a variety of factors that kind of played into this but I think a big part of it was the fact that I was relying on doing content creation for my full-time income and I was tying my worth to how content was performing which I wasn't ever really doing before because it was just a creative outlet for me and then I turned it into like my full-time job for that summer and all of a sudden like my mental health just tanked because I was literally like if something didn't do well I took it personally because I'm like this is me in my life so of course I'm going to take it personally And I had for so long just thought that it was going to be the best thing ever to do content creating full time. So I'm so thankful that I took that summer to figure that out instead of waiting until after college to try and figure that out or just being, you know, impatient and making a hasty decision and quitting my job like really early on without giving it a fair chance because I wanted to try out doing content creation full time. I think that I'm able to embrace the discomfort of like my job now a lot better because I had that experience because it would probably be so tempting for me to just like quit my job and do content creating full-time if I didn't try it out beforehand um 
And I'm thankful for that because I took that time to try it out for a summer. I learned that it's not something I can do on its own. Like I'm always going to need to be working on something else. It may not need to be like me being an employee of somewhere else. Like it may be me like trying to start my own business that I'm more occupied in or something like that. But I can't just solely do that. Like it's a nightmare for my mental health. So that's a perfect example of, you know, grass isn't always greener on the other side or whatever. It's greener where you water it truly. So yeah, just (laughs) take that as you will. Um, you know, you can think all day long that something's going to be the perfect thing for you. And then it's not until you experience it where you can like truly assess whether or not that's the case. And also part of embracing the suck is just knowing that there's going to be ups and flows with how you feel. And I was also just talking about this with my friend this week, and we were just talking about the ebbs and flows of how we feel, like where some weeks we really feel like we're just like embracing where we are and we're just like really putting our best foot forward and just doing our darn best to just like make the most of the situations we're in. And then other weeks we like cannot be bothered and it's just so hard to get yourself out of bed to even like take on the day. And I go through this every single month and I noticed that it's really bad right before my period like I just I get in the worst mood I'm just like very unmotivated I like still get my work done and everything don't get me wrong but I mean like it feels like someone is like literally having to drag every piece of me to get myself to do it like it just takes a lot more energy I guess is what you can say whereas other weeks it doesn't really take that much energy I can just show up and do it and I'm like you know what this isn't that bad And that's just part of it is there are ebbs and flows and you're gonna, you're going to experience that. It's not going to be sunshine and rainbows every day. I think we all know that there's going to be times where you just really feel a lot more drained than you typically would. And that's okay. And dealing with those ebbs and flows though is so hard because when I'm in my like low state, I like truly feel like I can't take another day. And I'm just like, I cannot do another day of this. It is taking my every ounce of energy that I could possibly have to just get through the day. And then there's other times where I'm like, you know what? This isn't so bad. Like, I feel I feel good today. Like, I kind of enjoy what I was working on. Like, and I'm feeling good. And it's so confusing because when you have such two different extremes of feelings about something you get so frustrated when you're in the low states because you're like, I, w- I know how it feels to be in the high state doing this. Like, why can't I just be there? But you can't try to like talk yourself out of it like that. You just have to accept that like, it's just not gonna, that's not gonna, gonna be how it is that week. And you just need to accept that things are going to be taking more energy from you and that's okay. And accepting that is important. And because then you can take the time to do things that make sure you are, you know, getting energy elsewhere since you're getting so much drained, so much more drained than you typically would. So that's when it's really important to focus on those things that give you energy, kind of like what I talked about in last week's episode. In those low states, it's really important to focus on your energy givers because you need to be filling up your cup as much as possible so that you don't feel as drained during those weeks where you feel like it really is just taking it all out of you. And also, Kind of like what I said earlier, you know, embracing the suck is also about knowing that you'll make yourself so much more miserable by focusing and dwelling on what you hate about your job, especially when you let it start like affecting your productivity and performance. So like I said earlier, validate your feelings and allow yourself to feel the way you do about it, but don't let that influence your actual reality. You know, choose 
to validate your feelings, but then, you know, try to think of the good and the positives for the time being until you have your game plan in place, like I'm going to mention in um, a further step. But it's so important to, you know, acknowledge the things that you don't like, like I said, put them on paper, but then try to focus on the things that you do like. So acknowledge those things that suck, acknowledge that they suck and acknowledge that they're there. But just to get yourself through the day to day to really embrace the suck, you have to focus on the things you do like, you know, like for me personally, what that would look like is. So one thing I hate is I hate sitting on my butt at a computer all day, every day. And I know that. So I have that in my little list of things I don't like. But then for something I do like about my job is the benefits I get from it. I have amazing like health and wellness benefits and I can't deny that. So when I remind myself of that, I'm like, you know what? I am completely validating my feelings and like how I feel about having to sit at a desk all day. I'm acknowledging they exist, but given my current circumstances and my situation, I'm going to be here and I can't dwell on hating sitting at a desk all day, every day. I'm going to acknowledge that I don't like that and make sure that, you know, whatever I do next, maybe that isn't the case or maybe there's just less of it, but I'm acknowledging I don't like it and I'm going to choose to remind myself of, you know what though, I may hate sitting at this desk, but what I do love about where I'm at right now is that after I'm done sitting at that desk, I have amazing health and wellness benefits that allow me to go to so many different fitness studios that I couldn't avoid or not couldn't avoid, couldn't afford memberships at separately. So, and some people may think of that as um, not a good way of thinking because it sounds like you're like kind of diverting your focus from, you're not, I think a lot of people may think that that's a form of invalidating your feelings, but I think as long as you're acknowledging the bad things and telling yourself it's okay to feel those things, it's perfectly fine to like acknowledge that's there and then just redirect your focus to what you do like. And I think that's what it's all about. You know, like validating your feelings with things that suck is so important, but like you can just sit in that or you can choose to redirect your focus. And I think the whole redirecting your focus is what creates the biggest difference in experience for having to sit in a circumstance that you don't like for longer. Because like I said, we can't just change our circumstances with the snap of a finger. I know that and I get that. So the way to get yourself through when you're just not feeling good about where you are now is to redirect your focus on the positives. And that's just something that you're going to have to do when you're doing something you don't like because your brain is so focused on the negatives that you're going to want to dwell on that. But acknowledge that those negatives are there and validate your feelings about it, but then just redirect your focus and think about the things that you know are good and that you do like. And it, it can literally be the tiniest of things. I mean, like it doesn't even be like something super grand or whatever. It could be something as simple as you like the desk that you work at or you like that you can um that your favorite coffee shop is right next to your place you work at it can just literally be something as small as that it doesn't have to be like an actual task at work you do but maybe there is a task at work that you do that you like so you just have to think of that for yourself too and the next thing is to make sure your time and energy outside of work is invested in things you do like and care about and are passionate about and this is so important because I think that some people get so caught up in their work and like what they do day in and day out that they really just get in this position 
where they're not taking the time to do things outside of their job that give them energy and give them life. And I know it's so hard because I think so many of us, we get so drained from our jobs that we don't have the energy to do anything else outside of work. And I get that and I feel that way, trust me. But taking the time to really just invest in yourself by doing those things that give you energy, even when you just feel like doing nothing but laying on the couch, which totally fine to lay on the couch. Let yourself do that. Don't get me wrong, but make sure you're creating time and like really just being disciplined and doing things you like. And I'm not saying being disciplined as then you need to be productive. I'm saying be disciplined in the sense that you are making sure you are doing things that you enjoy outside of work. It could be coloring. It could be going on walks. It could be going to workout classes. It could be cleaning. It could be, you know, I don't know, watching documentaries, whatever it may be. Just make sure you're investing that time in yourself because I know for me personally, um, it's really hard to make, like, for example, it's hard to make compromises and like your friendships and relationships to do things you don't feel like doing or don't want to do when you spend your entire day doing something you don't like. Um, and that's just a struggle of hating your job and not liking your job. You know, like if you spend all day, like putting all your energy into something you don't care about. And then someone asks you to go do something after work that you don't like doing. Like say someone's like, Oh, let's go to top golf. And you just literally could care less about top golf. And they're asking you to go do this and you want to spend time with them. It's going to feel so draining to say yes to something else that you don't care about. And that's why it's so important. And I'm not saying that means you need to say no to that person. I'm saying that every other day of the week, you need to make sure you're doing something that does give you energy and that does is something you like because there are going to be times when your significant other or your friend wants to do something that you may not be crazy about, but you want to do it for the sake of spending time with them and you can't just always do things that only make you happy. You know, you have to make compromises with friendships and relationships. And it's going to be a lot harder to say yes to those things that you know you don't care about if you are taking zero time to do things you do care about during the week. And that's just an example of why that's so important. But it's also just, like I said last week in my energy givers episode, you really have to rely on those energy givers to be your crutch in the times when you just are feeling so so drained um mentally emotionally physically whatever it is it's so important to identify the things that give you energy and like allow you to just do things you love and live the life you want to live and if you don't take the time to do that you're just going to end up more and more drained if you're not filling up your own cup in some way at the end of the day okay last thing is to identify the root of why you're not happy or why you're not enjoying your job and make a plan so ask yourself, you know, why do I feel the way I feel? Like, what is, what is causing these feelings? When I think about my job and I think about the fact that I don't like it, what are my first thoughts that come up? Normally, it's going to be something like, I don't like the team I'm working with, or this job isn't aligned with my values. Um, is this just not the industry I should be in? I just don't like the nature of the work. Really get specific with it because you want to get to a point where you can ask yourself, could I solve these problems by working elsewhere? Or do I need to do like an entire shift of everything? Like, do I need to get out of this industry, out of this job? Do I need to be like going to school again? Do I need to be getting another certificate in something? Like whatever it may be, just get as specific as you can about why you feel the way you feel so that you can sort of establish a basis for doing something about it. And once you know that root problem, make a plan. 
This plan could be anything from setting small goals each week to help yourself feel better at your current position that you're not enjoying, or it could be planning a way to exit your current role, or it could just even be having a internal discussion with someone at work to see if there's something else you could try out. If it's the team that you're not enjoying, or maybe it's just like what you're working on in your job that you're not enjoying. The plan can be so specific to you and it could be anything. It could be such a wide range of things. Like I said, it could literally be like planning a way to leave immediately. It could be if that, if it needs to be that, or it could just be something like I need to set small goals each week just so I can get through this phase of my life. That's uncomfortable that I don't like. Maybe that small goal is this week. I'm going to identify one thing about my current job that I don't like, and I'm going to put it on paper and I'm going to make sure that I try to honor that the best I can and how I feel about that when I go somewhere else. And then the next week, maybe it's, I'm going to identify the things that I want to do. Maybe I'm going to take a career assessment this week, or I'm going to speak with a career counselor this week to help me figure things out and just set. I think that that's the best way. If you're in a position where you're like, I cannot leave right now soon, maybe that's for monetary reasons, or maybe you are just really trying to make sure you're sure about the way you feel before you make any decisions, which I totally get the best thing to do to handle having to deal with something that you don't like for a longer period of time is to set those small little bite-sized goals each week. And it doesn't even have to be related to your job each week. Like I just gave examples of things related to your job. Maybe one of your goals that week is to just take the time to do something that you like to do after work or before work. It could be something as small as that, but focusing on something else that you can like do that you know is going to one help your mental emotional physical health or two help you identify the root of it and make a plan if you're making goals for one of those two things i promise you it's going to make things feel a lot better than it would be to just sit in the suckiness and not do anything about it in terms of redirecting your focus or making a plan because you're not going to feel any hope for yourself and you're going to feel like eternally doomed if you just like tell yourself I hate this and there's nothing I can do about it and I'm just stuck in this forever because that's not true that's not your reality like you can tell yourself that all day if you want but like that's just not reality I mean you can choose for that to be your reality if you want it to be but it doesn't have to be I guess is what I'm trying to say so that is all the tips I have for embracing this suck and trying to deal with working a job you do not like and I know we all I feel like go through this at some point or another and I mean I'm not even just saying this about like my job now like there are definitely things that I just like cannot stand but there are things that I like but I'm also saying this like when I worked in retail I freaking hated it like I could not stand it I also did not like being a server that much like but I I was like literally a cocktail server for a summer and it was one of the most like honestly it was just as uncomfortable as working like my big four job is right now which is hard to think about like but honestly it was for me because I'm just an introvert I'm not good at small talk but do you know how good it was for me to be a freaking cocktail server for a summer and be so flipping uncomfortable with it because learning to sit with that discomfort for that summer primed me to be able to sit with my discomfort now also the things I learned in being a cocktail server with how to speak to people like in small talk conversation, how to even have small talk conversation, um, how to like be of service to somebody. Those are such like incredible lessons and just skills that I learned that I truly did not have 
that have helped me to be successful in my current role now and have also helped me learn like just more about myself and being a cocktail server like I have told my parents and my parents said that I was a different like child after I was a cocktail server because I just became so much more open like with them and I was just so much more talkative and I think it's because I was so forced to come outside of my shell in doing that job that it actually helped me like develop a better relationship with my parents which is bizarre that something like that could do that but when you are like as internally cooped up as I am if you're somebody who just like really keeps things to yourself doing something like that will really help you kind of knock out of your shell not only like in the real world but also just like with your personal relationships and it's actually incredible how crazy that is but I'm just trying to give an example of I'm not necessarily talking about like my job now in this episode yes I am but I'm not necessarily saying like that's the only time I've hated something I've done because there have been other times where I've been very uncomfortable and I've not liked what I'm doing and something good has come from it so I'm trying to just end this episode on a note that there is hope and there is a reason for your season that you're in right now and you may not see it now but I think that years from now you'll be able to look back and say like wow I'm really glad that I had that experience and it really helped me get to where I am today and even if you don't see that for another 50 years or even if you live your whole life and you don't see the purpose of your season I promise it's there because it is a stepping stone to get you to where you're meant to be and where you're going to end up so that's what I'm going to leave y'all with but be sure to follow in bloom podcast on instagram it's just at in bloom podcast and join the in bloom podcast facebook group and be sure to subscribe to my youtube channel if you want more content from me um I upload every wednesday it's been a little off the last few weeks because of brand deals but um it's been like on sundays and mondays when I'm trying to get back to wednesdays so every Wednesday and then y'all know the podcast comes out every Monday at 5 a.m central time so yeah I hope y'all have a wonderful day or night or week when you're listening to this and um I will talk to y'all next week